believe I can't sleep. It's time to listen to Courtney at last on the ramblings of an insomniac podcast. Hello, welcome to episode 53 of the ramblings of an insomniac. I am Courtney Perry. Okay, so I want it just to be put out there right from the get-go that I am going through it today. I am, I am, what's that Rihanna Kanye West song, 45 seconds? I'm about 45 seconds from Wylan. Wilden? I don't know what they say, Wylan? Wilden? Anyways, I'm about 45 seconds from losing it. I am, I am feeling... Well, it's odd. Half of me is feeling all the damn emotions, like all of them, in a very intense, magnified way. And the other half of me is feeling absolutely nothing whatsoever. Just nothing. So I'm just going to get right into it, like I always do. What has been keeping me up? What is keeping me up at night? Um, just that I. So okay, let me say this. Today I had to go to Portland. I took um, my fiance to Portland for an appointment, and um, I was already having a rough week. I've been having, I've been having a rough time in general, but um, I've been kind of hanging on by that very thin thread, and I was already on the verge. And so I went on a, you know, we went to Portland and we got back and I went to go open up. I have one of those garbage cans that are like in the cupboard where they, where it goes into the, like you can't see it, it's built into the cabinets. And so you pull it out and I have a recycling one and a garbage one. And I went to pull it out, and I thought at first it just got off track. No, it just busted. Like, the whole fucking track came out, and the whole thing just busted. And I just lost it. I started crying. I just started bawling. And I wasn't bawling because my garbage can recycling thing broke. I mean, yes, I was, but... It just represented everything in my life right now that just seems broken. Everything seems broken, um, literally and metaphorically. So many things in my brand new house, brand new, have already broke. Um, The knobs on every one of my cabinets are coming off. So the hardware on my cabinets coming off. Now my garbage can thing broken. My microwave that is built in, um, the handle, I went to go open it and the fucking bottom of it just broke off. So now I have half of a handle. Um, My dog, like a year ago, decided that one day I went for like two hours and I opened up my sunroom and my sunroom has a sliding glass door that opens up to a fenced enclosed area. 
And it was a pretty nice day, and I didn't want my dogs to have to be cooped up inside. So I was like, hey, genius, I'm going to open up the sliding glass door so that my dogs can get shade, and they can get away from the sun, and they can be inside, and then they can also go outside and go to the bathroom. Well, I did not know that my son's dog was going to apparently think that it was the worst thing in the world and the worst form of abuse because he ate a hole and scratched a hole in the drywall. And the people that poured my concrete just did a shit job and there's cracks all over it. And there's just so many things. Like I could go on and on. The toilets, I guess, were apparently so fucking cheap that now it looks like the porcelain is off. I mean, it takes like a hundred years for porcelain to get off of a toilet. So how the F I could go on and on and not to mention that just my personal life is broken and you know I'm it was it two days ago it has been uh 10 years since my dad passed so it was the 10 year anniversary and then coming up in April it'll be the 1 year anniversary of my mom passing and my dad passing and my grandma passing and my other grandma passing and my dog and a cousin And so I just am kind of like, and then as I've shared with you guys, you know, my fiance is home and it has been very, very difficult. Um, It's hard. It's hard for everybody. It's hard for him. It's hard for me. It's hard for our family. Um, You know, he had to go through so I mean, so much to go to prison for something that you didn't do and to go there and, you know, his mom passed very, very suddenly, very suddenly, was not expected. Right before he passed, you know, he got accepted into OSU to finish his degree in science and he was working full time and is an extraordinarily intelligent. He is a literal genius and was going places and had everything all great. And I had everything great and everything was great. And then uh, train wreck. And, um, you know, when you're not around someone for a huge amount of time and your only way of communicating is via short monitored phone calls in which they get interrupted going, this call is from a federal prison. You know, it's like, and then it's for 15 minutes and when you can only email and um, I can't drive to make a four-hour trip all the time, four-hour trip one way all the time. And so, you know, you get distant in some ways and close in others, but when you get home, it's a whole other thing. And he has a lot of trauma. He had to unfortunately experience massive trauma while being incarcerated, not only because it was for something that he did not do. And I'm not going to get into it, like I said, because I hate it when people say he didn't do it and they really did. And they're being, this is something that literally didn't happen. And it's a whole long story, but you already have the trauma of losing your life or five years of your life. But then while there, some very horrible, horrific things happened And so being home is a humongous change for everybody. And it's just been, and I'm just, I honestly, there's times that I have, that I have a pity party for myself. And I'm like, fuck, 
I am almost 49 and I just feel like my life has been this like, like I'm a guinea pig for some puppet master that's like, let's see what happens when like we add this to her life. Let's just keep adding shit to see how much it takes. Like how many licks does it get to the center of a Tootsie Roll? It's like how many punches can Courtney take before she just explodes, you know? And I am very much a person that tries to keep going for others. Um, it's like I I don't, I know I shouldn't do things for others, but like my children and now my grandson, I don't want them to not have a mom. I don't want my grandson not to have a grandma. And I think that committing suicide is extraordinarily selfish, so I would never do it. Um... But I'm not going to lie. Uh, unfortunately, the thought has entered my mind more than it ever has. And I hate that. And I'm only sharing this with people, not for a sob story, not for um, a pity party, not anything other than I know, obviously, there's so many people out there that have felt this way. And it just, it just fucking sucks. And then there's half of me that's so numb now because I feel like I've had to do everything on my own. And I'm an only child. And as I've shared also, I did not grow up in the best family life. My, unfortunately, may my mom rest in peace and I love her very much. And she was an amazing, she did as much as she could given how she was raised. She was also not raised well. And being an alcoholic is extraordinarily difficult. And then being bipolar on top of it. So when you drink and you have, and you're bipolar, that's obviously not a good combination. And my mom picked, you know, men. You know, she was married three times, and um, I had three fathers, and one of which, my biological one, like I said, died on my ninth birthday, along with my dog at the same time. And so I've always, and I'm an only child, so point being, I've never had stability, and I've never really trusted people, and now when you are feeling alone as it is, you have to have a good support system. And I've always felt like I needed to take care of myself. So I've always been one that's like, it's okay, I've got this. And I focus on other people. I focus on my children and my close friends and focus on being a good employee. And, you know, um, unfortunately, I put myself last. Um, and Lately, I've been feeling really guilty because, oh my gosh, there's cars coming again. I'm so sorry, you guys. There's cars coming. Oh, well. Um, well, there's two cars coming. Oh, anyway. Um, so unfortunately, I feel guilty when I take any amount of time for myself, even if I know I have to, otherwise I'm going to snap and I'm going to be an ass or I'm going to be crying or I'm just not healthy enough to be around others. I still feel guilty when I take time to myself. But then there's that other only child in me, you know, that I don't, I can't be around. Even those that I love very, very much, like my sons and stuff, I just am unfortunately one of those people that when I am with my family, I, I love hanging out with my family and I want to be with my family all the time and I want quality time. I don't want cell phones. I want us to be playing board games and really having quality time. But then once we've spent that quality time, then I'm like, okay, now you go do you, I'm going to do me and I need my alone time. And I've always been that way, even with my friends. I want quality time with my friends, 
but I don't need to be around people all the time. And I've gotten quite used to managing on my own. And I like, I prefer it, you know, being on my own. So I am just um, having a hard time because lately I've been, like I said, half of me is very much in a punch on the punching bag, listen to some heavy metal, do some steering wheel drum solos and be like, you know, F all of this. And I want to be on my own and left the hell alone. And then the other heart part of me is vulnerable and wants to cry and listen to stupid music. And I don't want to be held. I don't want to be talked to and told it's okay. Right now that will annoy me because I'm aware. Now my Apple watch just went off. Anyway, I, I just, ah, I'm having, I'm just going through it. But I'm looking at a really amazing view. There's some sprinkles of snow in the valley, you know, up on the mountains and stuff. And um, the sun is peeking through the clouds that looks like rays, like, oh, and it smells good. So I'm trying to focus on that. But I don't know. It's hard. I feel alone. I feel like almost more alone than when my fiance was in prison because again, he's going through it and we just are kind of working it. Holy God, why is it that no matter where I go, it's just like a fuck ton of cars. I'm not saying people are following me. I realize this is a public road, but not really like, and then everybody mean mugs me. (sighs) Okay. I was saying that it's, just difficult because you are having to kind of get to know each other. And I feel alone because he's not the same person he was before. And right before he had to go to prison, he struggled because obviously he knew it was coming. It was always over his head. It was like a countdown to doomsday. And so it made it hard for him to enjoy anything because it was like, oh, well, I'm just going to be going to prison. And, And let me tell you, our court system drags things out forever. It was three years three years, you guys, um, when all of this is said and done, this will have affected our lives for 13 years. Um, It was three years that it took them to even get a court date and go to court. Um, He got convinced into um, pleading no contest because, again, our court system is just insane. And so, and then five years of prison time. And then, um, and then it'll be five years of uh, probation. So 13 years of our lives have been monitored and all that. And again, I understand if you do the crime, you have to put up with shit. I totally get it. Um, But when you didn't do the crime, it makes it a lot harder and and I'm sorry, this is not going to be a popular opinion to have, but even if you do do the crime, again, as short from, um, aside from like murder, again, there are people that were really, really young or had extraordinary circumstances and did something that maybe they absolutely would never do. And then they're trying very hard to fix their fuck up and to be a better person. And I don't think that we need to you know, they've already done their time in prison and they did their time. They just, it's like, come on, they've done their time. Make it, why do, is every single person in the county 
going to travel down the road right now. Like everybody is, if I could tell you, first of all, almost every time I do a podcast, I do it from a different country road. And I know these back roads and I travel them quite frequently and they are very rarely traveled, very rarely. And for whatever reason, the moment that I start a podcast, every damn person in the county decides to drive on whatever road it is I'm on. (sighs) I'm sorry, you guys. Anyway, it's just insane because when all this is said and done, it's 13 years and it's a very exhausting 13 years and you don't know unless you've gone through it. And there's going to be those of you out there that's like, well, people shouldn't commit crimes. But again, if you didn't commit the crime, that makes it a different story. And even if you did commit the crime, again, it doesn't make you a fuck up if you don't pay taxes. It doesn't make you a fuck up if you beat the shit out of somebody to a bloody pulp. It doesn't make you a fuck. It means you've handled things poorly. It means you should not handle things the way you did. It doesn't make what you did okay. I'm just saying sometimes there are extraordinary circumstances that good people do shitty things and they did not mean what they did and it was a rash, quick decision or or whatever. But we all can't, nobody can say I would never because you don't know. Uh, there's a show, Lucifer, where they did an actual thing. I think I told you this last time. They actually did an episode on that. Like, basically, you can never fault someone for making a decision that they made because you just, under certain circumstances, because you just don't know what you're going to do. You don't get to pretend that you're a saint when you don't know. We don't get to pretend that we would make the correct decisions when we're not in that exact situation with our exact backgrounds and our childhoods and our traumas and all of the shit that is it's not just a black and white thing. So um, our government, though, does not want to make it to where people can get better, because if we are better, if we don't, if we are doing well for ourselves, that means we're not relying on the government and the U.S. government very much and other countries, governments very much want their citizens to rely on them. Because when we rely on them, cha-ching. And plus, it keeps us stupid. And it keeps us uh, out of the loop. And they want us to be out of the loop. They want us to eye off the ball. They want us nice and dumb and reliant on them, of course. So they're going to do everything we can to make sure that we don't succeed unless they are helping. Um, God forbid we have intelligent people that can... uh, fend for themselves and don't need the politicians. And for every country, not just the U.S., but for every one that lives in a country where they have allowed their uh, government to just wreak havoc and run willy-nilly all over, we all need to pull our heads out of our ass and remember that in the United States anyways, it is our fucking country. It is our country. And we need to remember that, myself included, um, that we the people, we need to take our country back and not, we we pay the politicians and not the other way around. And if it weren't for us, they wouldn't have a job. And right now, they are just running amok and we are allowing it. And so, you know, nothing is free. Nothing is free. Someone has to pay for it, uh, Canada. I'm sorry, Canada, but it's not free. You guys pay extraordinarily high taxes, incredibly high taxes. I'm not hating on Canada. I'm not hating on any country, like I said. I think every country 
has pros and cons, and we could all learn from each other. Um, I'm just saying I hate it when people are like, well, Canada. Okay, great. Canada is not the United States. We have more people and nothing is free. It's called taxes, and I don't want to pay 60% of my taxes for stuff. And I don't want to have to wait a year before I get into a doctor that I'm told to get into that's not even my choice. So at any rate, I'm not going to get onto that because I am not hating on Canada. Been to Canada. It's beautiful. Lovely people. Totally not hating on you guys at all. America has its own set of shit show crap going on. We all do. All of us. Every damn one of us, all of our countries have pros and cons. So at any rate, Right this moment, though, prison reform, oh, man, we don't have it. We need it. Uh, we need to have, when people get out of prison, we need to teach them how to, um, well, if they don't already, how to write a resume, how to apply for a job, uh, give them means access to computers to do so and to be able to print out things or send things. I mean, I guess nobody really does actual interviews, it seems like, anymore or has resumes turned in in person, nobody prints them off, it seems like, but, um, and needs to be able to um, have access to counseling very much. People, we need more counselors, number one. There are not enough counselors to go around. Mental health is incredibly important. We need to start that right away from a young age and um, get people properly diagnosed. And whether it's holistically or um, hypnotism or acupuncture, which is holistic, but, um, or, uh, medication, um, people need to be properly diagnosed, um, as soon as possible. And they also need to have access to counselors. And when people get out of prison, very much so they need access to counselors and not have to wait and jump through a absorbent amount, an absorbent amount of red tape. Um, and, uh, I just wish the government, I wish people would understand that the government does not have our best interest at heart, not even a little bit. Um, the last thing they want is us to be um, self-sufficient. And our judicial system, I can't say that word, Ugh, judicial system is extraordinarily flawed. Um, and Right now, my brain is just kind of extraordinarily flawed as well. I am, oh, it's been so much, you guys, between COVID and the stuff with my mom and the assisted living facility and how much I was kept away from her and knowing how scared she was and not being able to help her and having to hear her tell me how alone and scared she was and didn't want to die alone and between my fiance in prison and people dying and my son going through, you know, being an alcoholic and all of the issues that comes with that. Um, it's just been a lot, you know. And I think today when my garbage can broke, I was like, that's it. That just kind of is the epitome of my life right now. Everything is just fucking broken. My car is breaking down. Everything in my car is breaking down at once. My cell phone. Uh, this is like the third cell phone I've had because now somehow the internal antenna is broken. I don't even know how that happens. They were like, that's very uncommon. But of course, 
and I know these don't sound like a deal. It's just that everything, like all the knobs on my freaking cabinets, for some reason, are breaking. It's just I have a brand new house and everything is breaking on it. And I am just like, okay, okay. And so I just feel like this is just the epitome of my life right now, man. Oh, I'm very much on a poor me. Not even poor me. I'm just like, ah. So anyway, that has been uh, what's keeping me up. That is, that has been keeping me up. Those things, not that. Those are the things that have been keeping me up at night. How about you guys? How are you doing? How are things going in your neck of the woods? Canada, I see you. Australia, UK, I've been seeing you guys. Uh, Thank you. Thank you if you're listening from another country. Thank you if you're listening from this country. Thank you if you're listening. I can't even tell you how much it means to me that you have chosen, like you purposely were like, hey, I'm going to listen to her more than once. Most people don't like hearing my voice, I think. I don't know. So thanks. I appreciate that you guys are listening, that you're giving me a shot. So big shout out to everybody out there that is going through it. And um, what's that song? If you're going through hell, keep on going. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys. Uh, And I wish you guys a happy, let's see, it is Tuesday. I don't even know what today is. Oh, it's Valentine's Day. Holy shit. It is freaking Valentine's Day. I will not even get into my opinion on that because obviously I'm not in Valentine's Day mode. Not only did I not know it was Valentine's Day, but I'm sitting here bitching about life and my fiance and all that. So I'm sorry. So it's Tuesday, February 14th. It's around what time is it? Oh, 5.10 in the p.m. Pacific Standard Time. (laughs) So whatever time or day it is for you, happy day, happy evening. And thank you for listening to episode 53 of the Ramblings of an Insomniac. I am Courtney Perry.